1: This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. Just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's p-h-i-l-o dot p-o-p-p-o-d-s to get 50% off your first month.
2: Hey guys, it's Travis Cronin, and you're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. Today, I am joined by my lovely, as Gwen would say, cohorts. We have the most stylish lady, Us Weekly, Miss Gwen Flamberg is up in the Zoom room. Well, hello. And we have the wittiest Us staffer, Miss Sarah Huron. Wow,
1: that might be my nicest intro in a while. Hello, Travis. Quiet.
2: You know, it's true. You made me laugh this week, Sarah. So you really earned that praise. Thank you. Yeah, your writing was really good. And you know, I know they say this every week, but this week it is actually really true. We we have so much exciting news to dive into. It is really a great, ussy, scandalous week. We have some Real Housewives faking their divorces for real, for large sums of money. Allegedly. We have the first ever, allegedly, thank you. The first ever lesbian Real Housewife. We have an A-lister whose family home is burned to the ground. And we have Tara Reid taking on the rule of producer for the actress of the moment, men in dresses fighting back, and much, much more. Really, it's an exciting week with some fun, messy stuff. But before we get into all of that, let us set an intention for these celebrities these are not intentions for us but this is something we want celebrities to start doing stop doing really anything sarah huron who is your intention for this week
1: i don't know if you saw the news this morning that chris of selling sunset is dating keo from dancing with the stars i saw big news as we all know there was a lot of rumors that chris was dating gleb who was her married professional partner on dancing with the stars after Chrishell and Gleb got eliminated, um, Gleb's wife filed for divorce. So everyone was like, well, that's sketchy. And she accused him of ongoing infidelity and it got messy really quick. Chriselle and Gleb have maintained this whole time that they are just friends. Um, now that seems to be proven since she's dating Keogh. Um, So now what I need is two things. One, I need Justin Hartley to finally be petty after a year of taking the high road,
0: quote unquote,
1: and I need some sort of response from him. And two, I need Gleb's wife to now tell us who these alleged affairs were with if they were not with Rachel. And that is what I would like. A tell-all book from Gleb's wife called Here's what you need to know. Bye, blood's wife.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would also like that. I don't think you're going to get the Justin Hartley one because he really views himself as a movie star, and it's not really a movie star way to get caught up in this reality drama. But I like where your intention headed He just at.
1: needs to like a tweet by accident, by accident, quote unquote, or you know, an Instagram post like shady. Like, just give me something, Justin Hartley. Yeah. Like, it was so easy to be Team Crichell, but if you get in the mix a little bit, maybe
0: you can win me over.
2: I I wanted to Gwen. Who is your intention for this week?
0: My intention is for... Sophia Vergara. I mean, you guys, I've never like done an intention for Sophia before. And I do love oh. Sophia. I mean, she's like everything and more, right? Mm-hmm. Well, guys, I'm not sure if you noticed, but Joe Manganello said that Sophia was not bothered by his blue mohawk. Everybody thought that he got that blue mohawk for his role in Justice League, but actually, guys, he didn't. He got it because he wanted to do something wild actually before he started a new role. But what I love is that Sophia is not bothered by it at all. So my intention for Sophia is to keep being understanding, open, And actually like, you know, let your man do what he wants to do.
2: I really thought you were going to say, get a blue wig to match him.
0: Oh, that would be cute, would be cute. I just like that. She's so open because maybe, you know, she'd be cool if Joe just, you know, started flirting with some other women, you know, small redheads. Anyway.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I see you're trying to get Sarah a date. That's great. Um, speaking of uh sarah dating my intention is for her most streamed song of the year <laughs> oh mr God. machine gun kelly wait
1: you guys do you want to guess how many times i listened to it since
2: may oh yes i would love to guess how many times i am gonna guess we're talking uh, bloody
1: valentine by machine gun kelly which i have obviously on this podcast if you've listened before have expressed and an concerning amount of love for and it spotify <laughs> proved that i have a problem He was my most streamed song of the year give me a guess
2: <laughs> OK, um, I'm gonna guess 435. Oh, that's times.
0: very high.
2: <laughs> Gwen, what's your guess?
0: I'm gonna guess um, 217.
1: Okay, wow, you guys went really high. It was 165. I was close. Okay, much less
2: than we thought. Yeah. I was
0: super close. I was super you, close. You were close. You were close. A
1: lot of people guess under 100 in my own circle. So you guys know me better than my friends.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, you should know him a lot right now. Uh, you should know him real well since he is your favorite artist on the planet, says your listening history. And he just said that he is in drug and alcohol treatment um, for Megan Fox. And my intention is that he seeks like a lot of professional help and that he's doing it like really for himself and not only for Megan. Fox, because, you know, working in celebrity news like we do, we know that when someone goes to rehab for a significant other, the chances are really good, because they break uh, up, <laughs> things happen. We've seen this happen a thousand times. So, MGK, I really want you to release a Bloody Valentine remix for Sarah Huron, and to, you know, focus on yourself during these during these times. Really look at yourself.
1: There is a Bloody Valentine acoustic version, which, of course, I've listened to several times. <laughs> um, and to, to let the record show, he was in my top five artists of the year. Taylor Swift Plot Twist was somehow my top artist of the year
0: me i really came, came around what her.
1: and but bloody valentine yes unfortunately was my top song and we'll see what happens next year
2: <laughs> it made me very happy thank you for sharing that with the world sarah and having that confidence in yourself to not be judged <laughs> i definitely was Well, let us jump into the news for this week because I am really excited about it. I'm going to throw it to Sarah, our Real Housewives expert, to tell us what allegedly is going on with Erica Jane's divorce that we've talked about on the show. We originally thought it was just a regular divorce, possibly some cheating. But Sarah, there has been a dramatic twist and it is messy and full of money. Tell me about it.
1: Yes. So as we know, Erica a few months ago, announced that she was getting a divorce from Tom. After the documents, um, I think, made headlines, she confirmed it in statement because it kind of came out of nowhere for Housewives fans. Yes, you might think a 30-year age difference would be a sign that a marriage might not last, but for these two, they really seem to have a solid life. Whether it was a normal marriage or not is to be determined, but it was, they seemed happy together, content for sure. So now, um, they are being sued and accused of faking their divorce. It's been called a sham in a new lawsuit Um, and they are, the lawsuit is alleging that the couple are on the verge of financial collapse and locked in a downward spiral of mounting deaths and dwindling funds, and they have been accused of embezzling money intended to help the families of the victims of the Lion Air Flight 610, which crashed in 2018 and killed all 189 occupants.
2: Ooh, I forgot that there was a plane crash. And it's very, you know, he's known for being the lawyer from Aaron Brockovich. You know that if you listen to this podcast and getting people who, families who've lost loved ones their money, and now turns out he's embezzling it. And Erica Jane might have filed for divorce just to hide their assets. I, I mean,
1: it's- Crazy. And they've been accused before of like, not accused, but there was stuff in the beginning when this divorce came out that maybe so there was something to do with her lavish lifestyle and she spent all this money and now she's trying to get spousal support so she can keep up her lifestyle but not be married to him anymore. This is like a whole new curveball. And I just feel like they're not going to talk about it on Real Housewives, which is like already making me mad because Erica refuses to talk about stuff like this usually.
2: Okay, so Erica refuses to talk about this, but we did see a little glimmer of hope today because Erica Jane posted on Instagram a picture of her looking fabulous in like a black outfit and hat saying, hi, drama. So she's sort of acknowledging that there is drama in what she's doing, which to say the least, yes, Erica, there is. But it makes me have a little bit of hope that she talked about it a little bit. But if we're going off precedent, Sarah's right. But this is not the only drama that's happening in Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills just shut down production because of COVID and allegedly now three two sources confirmed uh to us that Kyle and Dorit have both got COVID-19 from filming on Beverly Hills and production is now halted Being in Beverly Hilton, Hills. Allegedly. Yes, allegedly Kathy Hilton. We have not confirmed hers yet, but you know, three women, COVID-19 outbreaks, mess. Gwen, what do you think about all of this? I mean, I'm just it's I you know, I hope them all well, but it's fantastic for drama.
0: I mean, I think that it's like why? I mean, in a way, it's kind of like art imitating life. So, you know, that's all right. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, the whole Erica Jane thing to me is like, absolutely wild
2: oh it is bonkers but that wasn't the only real housewife news we got this week we have our first lesbian housewife i mean bronwyn from the housewives of oc she was getting um you know into a lot of it just with herself she had drinking issues there were infidelity issues she filed for divorce from her husband we knew that they were sort of swingers they like to have third parties in which apparently were usually women but Mm -hmm. it turns out that the whole time bronwyn is a lesbian and she just posted a picture of her girlfriend her partner on Instagram yesterday and I can't believe this is our first lesbian housewife
1: our first lesbian housewife who has seven children that she birthed
2: yeah our first lesbian housewife with seven children I love a non-traditional lesbian Ronwyn
1: is 43 years old um this season she has revealed she's an alcoholic so she's been Mm -hmm. struggling with that her whole life and just came to terms with it now she is obviously coming to terms with her sexuality she's identifying as a lesbian not bisexual Um, But has also said Mm -hmm. she has no plans to actually formally divorce Sean. He moved back into their house and they're still raising their kids. Their kids ages for me range from two to 20, um, which is quite a lot of parenting still to go for Bronwyn and Sean. Kelly Dodd is out here on Watch What Happens Live, accusing Bronwyn of faking her alcoholism for a show. I'm sure the women are probably accusing her of faking some other stuff too. So as Orange County is quite boring on screen, but off screen, if things are happening so that reunion is going going to be interesting
2: oh my god and they used to call her boring win instead of brawn and she fired back she's like how about a lesbian alcoholic bitches how's that literally it is it's fantastic in the housewives and again yeah housewives of oc is really boring this season but the off-screen stuff is incredible speaking of some LGBTQ plus people, we have a lovely um, new coming out moment from Elliot Page. He has come out as transgender and non-binary, said in a statement, hi friends, I want to share with you that I'm trans, my pronouns are he, they, and my name is Elliot. I feel lucky to be writing this, to be here, and to arrive at this place in my life. And Emma Porter, Elliot's partner, who's a professional dancer and choreographer, shared her love for Elliot and a ton of celebrities, Miley Cyrus. Anna Kendrick, uh, Patricia Arquette and Anna Paquin have, you know, applauded Elliot. And I love a trans non-binary coming out story. And I stand Elliot Page so hard now, one of my new favorite celebs was
0: always one of my favorite celebs. I, know, yeah. I love the movie Juno so much. One of my favorites.
2: Yeah, I love Umbrella Academy and like his role in X Men and just like he's such a badass. And you know, he's he or they pronouns. So get on with it. We love you, Elliot. Do you know who's not having a good time in Hollywood this week? Miss Tara Reid. Oh my God. <laughs> well,
0: you know, in her head, I think she's having a good time, Trav. And you know, maybe some silicon from those many, many breast implant, like surgeries and, 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 yeah. um, you know, like they had to get taken out and changed. And I, I, you know, a gajillion times, maybe some of that silicone went to her head drop because,
2: you know, something went to her head. Gwen, there's been a lot in that body.
0: <laughs> Tara Reid uh, reached out to Nicole Kidman, asking her if she wanted to be in her new film Trav. And this all went down on Instagram. So here's what happened. You know, I don't know if you guys watched The Undoing. We can talk Horror, about that. Of course. We can talk about that later. But, you know, everybody is kind of obsessed with Nicole Kidman right now because of The Undoing. And casting Nicole Kidman is at the top of Tara holiday list, apparently. She offered <laughs> Nicole Kidman a role in her movie, which is uh, going to be called Masha's Mushroom. Uh, Instagram- Masha's Mushroom. Yes, yeah. she, she Instagrammed Nicole Kidman and she wrote to her, You are truly amazing in everything you do. I've been a huge fan forever. Hopefully one day we can work together soon. I'm producing a movie, Masha's Mushrooms, it starring Vivica Fox, Billy Zane, Beverly D'Angelo, myself, Tara Reid, Jay, <laughs> and others. It truly an amazing script. I mean, first of all, I just love this like Motley Crick. The grammatical errors. Well, I love the like, you know, just because everybody like posts pictures of themselves with like, it me, does not mean that it has become the word. It truly an amazing script. No, you know, be best, be best, right? We've got to like usher in. In some new grammar here, but you know, Tara Reid is basically saying to Nicole Kidman, "Call me," and I think that that is truly one of the most amazing things that's ever happened in 2020. And they're God
2: bless this 2020. And not only is she saying be in this movie, but it's also a franchise, and she's saying be <laughs> in three or five of these mushroom <laughs> movies. <laughs>
0: I feel
1: like Vivica A. Fox is going to drop out. Please excuse me from this narrative. I didn't sign on for this. (laughs)
0: Exactly.
2: That is very, I mean, um, and let's talk about the undoing without giving too many spoilers to everyone. I did the same thing as Sarah, where I watched every single episode on Sunday and then the finale, because we hate to miss out on a trend. So much FOMO. I love
1: that you've been following my Instagram stories, by the way. You're so up on my life. You knew about my Spotify. You know about my undoing.
2: I do. I follow your Instagram stories. I do my research. And it was just so fantastic. But I think I loved the Undoing, but Tara Reads comment might have given me a little bit more sick satisfaction.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, have, I have mixed feelings about the ending. I, I when I was watching it, I was kind of like, "That's it." But then, when the more I think about it, I'm like, "Oh, it actually makes a lot of sense." And I feel like if I watched it again, I would. I don't know. I, I like. I enjoyed it. It was a. It was a good Sunday. <laughs>
2: Uh, agreed, agreed. It was like, I I, it was you have true. to enjoy the ride versus like enjoy the ending.
0: And it was masterfully done. Once over, look back and think about how the whole thing made you feel. It, it, The direction was superb.
2: Oh my God, it was such a great show. We are blessed to have in our lives. And I, I hope Tara and Nicole Gwen. can work together soon.
1: Gwen, I've yes. seen on um, Twitter that there are a lot of mixed reactions about Nicole Kidman's coats. Some people love them, some people think they're ugly. What were your feelings about her coats?
0: my God, I'm obsessed with the coat, Sarah. I In fact, tell. I can't decide which one I would prefer for myself. Green one with the hood the or the burgundy like sheared neck. I kind of mm-hmm. really want them both. Here's the thing, though. You know, I watched the show. So I, I was talking to Travis about this earlier. I watched all the episodes up until the finale on my own. But then I went to go stay at my mom's apartment in Manhattan. You know, it was like my my big trip for Thanksgiving weekend was from Tribeca to Murray Hill. <laughs> to Murray Hill. And I went to City MD and got a rapid test beforehand, y'all. That's what you should do before going to see your parents. So I was staying at my mom's. For like, you know, whatever, five days, six days. So I made her re-watch all the episodes as you guys did, so that we could watch the finale together. And, you know, the thing that I loved the most was her style and of course all that color saturation in her home and in her wardrobe. And that, you know, she only wore redhead collars. I don't know if mm-hmm. you, my my redheaded cohorts, got that, that she was wearing like a pure wardrobe for a redhead. Um and you know my mother was like i love those coats but you could never wear those because you are too short you know you gotta like leave it to your mother to just like bring that up <laughs> yeah those are gorgeous coats but you're too short for them so oh, oh my yeah.
2: god well the coats were great i loved her 90s hair the 90s wig it was fantastic beautiful Fabulous. we love you nicole i can't wait to see you in Marsha's mushroom Felicity Huffman, no longer in jail and is back to work. Sarah Herod, I know you love the Varsity Blues scandal. never That name never caught on. But tell us what Felicity Huffman is doing now that she's not relying on commissary for income.
1: Yeah, can we talk about the fact that um, Varsity Blues never caught on? That's kind of funny. It just was the college admission scandal. They tried to make that happen. Yeah. It just never did. Yeah. Felicity Huffman is returning to acting um, with a single camera <laughs> comedy pilot for ABC. Um, she is going to be working with Zach Guy- God Sagan? Zach Goss, I don't know him. Um, okay. And it's a baseball TV comedy. I don't know. How do, how do we feel about this? Do we like that she's getting another chance? I yeah.
2: feel great about it. I feel great about it. I feel like she, you know, admitted her wrongdoing. The country is ready to forgive her. We're such a forgiving country anyway. We'll forgive Lori Loughlin eventually too. But this oh. is a great step for, you know, celebrities who've been to jail after trying to do something good in a bad way for their children. I am here for it.
1: I found the description of the show. Oh, like, please funny, tell us. Don't this leave is, a single word out. This is... um deadlines. A funny, surprising, occasionally heartbreaking half hour about love, loss and family and AAA baseball. The project stars Huffman as an unlikely owner of a minor league baseball team. After suddenly losing her husband and inheriting his beloved team, she's forced to navigate her new normal and help her dysfunctional family, including her oldest son, a baseball devotee with Down syndrome. While her family at the Sacramento, her family and the Sacramento community at large. How hmm. interesting.
2: I just really, I have a new intention. I really hope that she tries to like, cheat, bribe or like dope some of her players and sort of does a little like giggle moment to that. And we can sort of see a little art imitating life from her character. I hope, I hope Lori Laughlin's tuning in from jail. I'm sure she will be. I'm sure she will. Hopefully she's out by the time show so just started filming it. Well, you know, we haven't spoke about fire. I have no transition for this one. So speaking of things burning down, um, Jennifer Lawrence's family farm in Kentucky has burned to the ground. Um, this was a summer camp operated by Blaine Lawrence. Her brother is called Camp Hi-Ho in Simpsonville. Maybe Hi-Ho, however, the emphasis. is. Um, it went into flames. The property is all rubble and ashes in their main building. And then there was an email obtained by TMZ from her brother asking people for donations, wanting to reopen. And then Jennifer Lawrence gave a statement to TMZ um, saying that, you know, she had such a good time growing up there and she spent all of her summers there and she wants it to rebuild. But I mean, doesn't she have like Buku dollars and (laughs) like fix it herself? So I I just want to hear your takes from, because I was reading all of the statements given by her brother and Jennifer Lawrence and the police report. And there seems to be a really obvious Solution. answer that right uh, Sarah am I wrong I mean just give them the million dollars right
1: I saw the headline it was like Jennifer Lawrence's brother like what is like seeking help to like repair a family farm home or something and I was like um why don't you call Jennifer Lawrence
2: yeah there's that Hunger Games money is still coming in
1: yeah I that doesn't make any sense to me and she's filming <laughs> a new movie now with um like Leonardo DiCaprio or something I just in Boston sister, yeah but, the yeah. Netflix movie please okay J-Law don't you dare take money from other people to fix this farm if it means so much to you
2: I I thought the same thing. I it was a really strange statement to be like, oh, I love this farm. I spent like all my times growing up there, but they still need to ask all of like the children's parents for donations. A little strange. Not saying that she has to help out her family every time something goes wrong, but if it's like her family's source of income and sorts of pride and joy, I mean, throw them a hundred thou. Something, something shady and not adding up here. So since my co-hosts um, shamelessly self-promote themselves on this podcast with or without my permission, I decided to carve out some time for them. And, you know, they're pretty good at their job. So listen to them. Gwen Flamberg, what was your favorite stylish moment in Hollywood this week? You know,
0: a lot of people debuted new tattoos this week, but my favorite story that's on Stylish is a complete guide to every single one of Sophie Turner's tattoos. She has so many beautiful, small tattoos, and each one has a very significant meaning. And we delve into the meaning of each one. So I would go to usmagazine.com stylish and check it out.
2: Please tell me she has an Ariana Grande Japanese BBQ. You're
0: going to have to read it, Trav. Okay. You're going to have to okay. go read it like our readers, like okay. our listeners.
2: I hope she has Japanese BBQ on her hand. Sarah Huron, tell us what has happened in the the Bachelor world this week. I mean, the men are still sort of like idiots.
1: Um, Actually, we had a very deep week in Bachelor Nation. We had men opening up about their battle with bulimia, substance abuse. Use, um insecurities about their families their tr- issues with their mom um divorce it was a very deep episode of The Bachelor but you know it wouldn't be The Bachelor with also you know a weird transition into a feud between a 25 year old and like an almost 40 year old man about emotional intelligence so of course I broke it all down with the king of two-on-one dates Jordan Kimball on Us Weekly's Here for the Right Reasons podcast it was so funny I was laughing so hard should go listen to that um and I think we only have a few more weeks left of Tisha's season so we're gonna find out if she gets engaged she's she was spotting a quite large diamond as she was making ice coffee on Instagram the other day. So yeah. I think she, she might've, you know,
2: we'll, we'll see. What do you think is going to happen, Sarah? What do you think is going to happen? Um, I have
1: like, I actually have like four guys I genuinely like her with, um, Zaxi, Brendan, um, Ivan and Ben. So I think it's going to be one of them. And I think, I didn't think she's going to get engaged, but now that she's wearing this ring, I feel like she does, or unless she's just throwing us off. I don't know. These people, they just do this to me.
2: I think she's throwing us off. I've been like following her a little bit and I feel like I feel like she's throwing us off and she's not going to get engaged
1: okay well I mean I'm always here for We <laughs> think we know what's gonna happen and then we, we zig we zag I like to be thrown off so okay. and then we we're, we're a month away exactly from Matt James season so Bachelorness will just <sighs> continue through the new I, year
2: I am really excited for Matt James he has such great smile lovely personality can't wait he is what bachelor nation absolutely needs Well, you know, this is also a no segue because speaking of kidney failure... Let's talk about the Save by the Bell reunion. It'll make sense. Sarah, tell us why those two things actually are not a non sequitur.
1: Yes. In addition to watching every episode of The Undoing over Thanksgiving, I also watched every episode of the Save by the Bell reboot on Peacock. I'm not proud, you know, but you go, You have to go one highbrow, one lowbrow. It's just, it's, it's called balance, people. So in the Save by the Bell reboot, there is an episode where the kids get their cell phones taken away at school and they all start having meltdowns about it, including, and you see in the hallway, these two random characters fighting over Selena. Gomez. And one is insisting that Justin Bieber was Selena Gomez's kidney donor, and another one is insisting, or Justin Bieber's mom, and another one was insisting that Demi Lovato was Selena Gomez's kidney donor. Donator, donor, obviously, neither of them actually were. It was Francie Oresa from Secret Life of the American Teenager, and Selena's like family friend. Everybody knows that. Um, and they were fighting about it and they were trying to prove each other wrong, but they couldn't because they didn't have their phones. That was the whole point of the joke. Um, then there was a graffiti in the back of the school that later on the episode that said, does Selena Gomez even have a kidney? And this made Selena's fans very upset that they were poking fun of her serious surgery, so much so that Peacock apologized to Selena Gomez, and then days later removed the joke from the episode.
2: Well, because that's not like a funny joke. I really, when I first saw the headline, because sadly, I was not as dedicated to this reboot as Sarah, um, but I thought it was going to be, you know, you left me faster than Francia left Selena Gomez after she got the kidney. <laughs> like, that's the joke here, that her best friend donated a kidney, and then they stopped being friends yeah. immediately after that and were never seen again. That's That was my... That was what I was offended by. It was the it's wrong also, joke.
1: Right. It's also weird. Like if you're going to fight about something like celebrity based, like one, that was a while ago. Selena Gomez got that kidney transplant like three years ago. So it's not really that yeah. current. And two, like why pick something so serious? Why can't they fight over like when Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber broke up last or something silly that they cause the whole point of the joke was just to be fighting and they can't have their phone to look it up. So why did it need right. to be something so serious and like medical?
2: <clears throat> yeah. And it like I, it was it was it was gross. Well, let's move on to something else. That's amazing. Gross. We have another this day in pop culture history because I saw something pop up that just really tickled my fancy in twenty eighteen. Um, today is the anniversary of Azalea Banks tweeting while she was trapped in Elon Musk's house with Grimes while he was on acid and tweeting about stock prices for Tesla. You may remember or if you know, you were following, you know, reading books or something you did not hear this but azalea banks was brought out to elon Musk's house by grimes to report a song together elon musk was on acid and started tweeting about the share price for the publicly traded price of tesla like committing a little bit light fraud and azalea banks was the one who called him out saying he's on acid grimes is trying to cry him down i am trapped in this house and prosecutors actually used azalea banks like as a witness and all that stuff and it was just crazy and Grimes just tweeted a picture of Elon her and her's baby, who is really adorable. But I just I had to to all remember that when times were simpler in 2018. Um, but let's move on. Before oh, and side note, Lamar and Sabina are back together. For those of you listening to this podcast, following the ongoing saga of Lamar Odom and Sabina called off their engagement. They're now back together for an update and we will return to this when they break up again. (laughs) But uh, until then, Sarah, why don't you tell us about the, uh, you know, Erica Jane has the most dramatic divorce of the week for me, but Kelly Clarkson is a close second. Tell us about the deal and most importantly, the numbers.
1: Yeah, this was interesting. I think when we learned Kelly Clarkson and Brandon Blackstock were getting divorced, people were surprised. And I also think everyone thought it would be pretty amicable, like nothing nothing crazy. Um, and it's been a little weird ever since because she had this big lawsuit with his father and his management company, and that's still being worked out. Mm-hmm. And now she was granted... Um, custody of their two kids because she lives in California and the judge ruled that their primary home is California and Brandon lives in Montana. So technically she has custody. They have joint, I think, um, legal she is custody. Primary. She has primary custody. He has
2: joint, joint legal, legal,
1: physical custody. So yeah. the kids will be spending most of their time in LA with Kelly. And then every two weekends of the year, Brandon will get to go to LA to see them. And then every like third weekend or something, she'll send the kids to Montana. So very complicated schedule for these six and four-year-old, by the way. Very. So that came out and we were like, oh, that's so interesting. Like, you know, I feel like we see mostly joint custody cases these days. Then we found out that even though they have a prenup and Kelly did file for to block spousal support, Brandon doesn't care and he wants spousal support from Kelly and he wants around $436,000 a month between uh, spousal and child support from Kelly Clarkson. That is a lot of money and... a lot you guys he wants her to pay back two million dollars in lawyer fees
2: that's so much money for four hundred thousand dollars plus a month and that is sort of a divorce settlement alimony child support or whatever you want to call it that we would see from like Brad Pitt. <laughs> Not right. to say Kelly Clarkson isn't wildly successful, but that's a lot more money than we usually see from a major pop star even with their own talk show.
1: Right, and it's super weird cuz like I said she's wrapped up in this lawsuit with his dad and he works for his dad there in like a talent company so they're trying to get like residuals and money back from her that they say she owes them. So there seems to be like a lot of messy behind the scenes stuff going on with Kelly Clarkson and her husband family. And I'm
2: like worried about her. Absolutely. And there's also, I mean, he's the manager for Blake Shelton. I've had to email him for, you know, rep calls and a bunch and it's really awkward now. I'm like, hey, you know, please stop trying to milk Kelly for all she's worth. But my my biggest concern is what will happen with Kelly Clarkson and Reba McIntyre's relationship. They were so close. Kelly was her daughter-in-law no longer, but I just loved Kelly and Reba together. I thought they were such great country queens, and I hope that they can stay friends. I
1: wonder this. if this is why, because when Reba and that guy broke up, Brandon's dad, that was kind of a shock, too. I wonder if there was, like, more things brewing there. Like, maybe this guy, this is a shady fam, the Black Sox.
2: Yeah, I I could be a Jamie Spears moment. Who knows? All right, and we're going to take, you know, a little departure from the celebrity world and turn this a little bit of a crime, a crime podcast right now, <laughs> talking about Alexis Sharkey, the uh, Instagram influencer who was found dead on the highway just three miles from her house. I think um, the uh,
0: husband did it.
2: I also think the husband did it. Um, she was found on the side of the road, no visible wounds on her at all. Um, um her friends have come out and saying that she was scared um, and her husband is you know sort of saying like please help us try to find her but if you've watched any documentary it's usually the husband and it's sort of sounding like he's d- he's done it allegedly but it's just it's a really interesting story that I sort of can't stop following have you guys been following this at all it's sort of fascinating
0: I just think it's really shady everything that the husband has been posting shady town yes. it's like Thou doth protest too much. And it's always the husband.
2: It is. And his posts are for sure doth protesting too much. And it yes. just really makes him look like it. It's sort of scary. All right, guys. Well, to get away from all of this murder, do you know what it's time for? Oh, my God. Are we going to box? It's time for boxing. Let's it's time people. for Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania. And, you know, we have quite the lineup today. I'm going to start with Miss Gwen Flamberg. We have coming to the ring, of course, Miss Spears, who is 39 yesterday, versus Miss Lucy Liu, who is 52 this week.
0: I mean, have you guys ever seen that video of Lucy Liu talking about the F you money no I mean, she is a badass and i think she did her own stunts for charlie's angels and you know she i really 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 would like for Brittany to like put on her own false eyelashes and like find the strength and like make it in the ring but you know, truth be told, Lucy Liu, I think she would take her right out. I just think that, you know, oops, she did it again. Down. Down. Brittany's down.
2: I agree. Well, in our second match, Sarah Heron, you have a very unique battle on your hands. It oh, is uh, nice. Char- Charlie, and you do, it is Charlie Puth, who is 29 this week, <laughs> versus Ozzy Osbourne, who is 72 this week. What? That's right. We pitted these two against each other. Some people complained, but we don't care here on the Us Weekly Hot Hollywood podcast.
1: Um, I feel like Charlie Puth really respects his elders and he would say, Ozzy, you are a legend and I am just the kid who sings the song from the Fast and the Furious movies and I'm giving this one to you. No disrespect to Charlie Puth.
2: I actually think that's really, he really is a respectful, like lovely kid who loves his chicken nuggies. All right, Glenn, we have um, Jay-Z, who is 49 this week versus Jeff Bridges, who is 70 this week.
0: You know, tough, tough because the dude always wins theoretically however he'd be a little bit stoned jay-z would be like going for the money and he would definitely take him out after selling a lot of merch for the fight
2: okay so sorry jeff bridges and for our last by about for the finals sarah here we have tyra banks who turns 46 this week <laughs> versus jenna kramer who turns 36 this week 46 versus
1: 36 wow two people who in 2020, have actually annoyed me to no ends. I, I know this is a very
2: fun battle to pick for you.
1: Knocked out. Um, listen, you know, Tyra can flub as many Dance with the Stars lines as she wants, but she's still Tyra. And I think Jana Kramer has no chance. <laughs> 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 to put it nicely.
2: Okay. Well then Gwen, we have Lucy Liu, 52 versus Tyra Banks, 56.
0: I mean, it would be rough and tumble and a weave might come off in the process, but I still (laughs) think that Tyra would take her out.
2: Okay, and then uh, Sarah, we have Jay-Z 49 versus Ozzy Osbourne 72.
1: Wow, this is a big match, a long match. Um, it is. I guess Jay-Z.
2: Okay, so Gwen, the finale, Tyra Banks 46 versus Jay-Z 49. Never did I think this would be the final.
0: I mean, this is a tough one because Hova, you know, I, I wouldn't think that anybody would be able to get him down, but Tyra would just threaten him the whole time about you know, he she would just hammer home all of the ways that he's done beyonce dirty mm-hmm. and he would just like crawl up into a ball and roll out of the ring. She wouldn't even have to hit him.
2: I absolutely agree ding, wow. ding ding, sound the bells. they are done. And that bell means also we are done here for news this week on Us Weekly's Hollywood podcast. Thank you all for listening. Do not forget to rate us five stars, subscribe, send it to that cousin that you need to reach out to who did you wrong and you wanted them to apologize. But maybe just send them a link to this podcast and say, you're reminding me of and Shane. Listen. But whatever you do, just like, subscribe, and go to usmagazine.com for all of your celebrity news. And we will be back next week with another episode. Thanks all for listening. Bye.